What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Empowerment Zone podcast. Uh, this is the part, what, part three of um, of the segment that we just did. If y'all was listening to the last episode, you know that I'm at George Washington, been given this opportunity to do this youth development program, and uh, I got some special people in the room right now. So if y'all can't make some noise, say something, just so they know that y'all here, I'm not talking to myself. What's good? Hey. <laughs> All right, so we just got done playing the game. Uh, long, so y'all know this is live. We in here, we in here. But uh, we just got done playing the game, which I should have jumped in because I would have beat all y'all. But I didn't want to make it. You know what I'm saying? Unfair. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to make it unfair. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna just we gonna just jump straight into it. I want to paint this scenario. Right, so y- y'all are juniors and seniors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fr- let's say I'm a freshman. I'm about to come. I'm about, well, I'm an eighth grader becoming a freshman. I'm about to become a freshman next school year, right? What's one thing from your experience that you can tell me that will help me be successful and get maybe not where you are, but even get a more a little bit more ahead? Because that's one thing that we try to do with this program. Like I tell you guys a lot of stuff that I failed at. So that way you can get ahead and you don't got to do the same, go through the same stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of go around some of those barriers. So what's something that you would tell me coming in that will help me be successful? Stay in school. Don't leave. Oh, speak up. Say Stay it again. Stay in school and don't leave. Stay in school and don't leave. Focus. Yeah. Who said focus? Yeah. All right, focus on what? What do you need to focus on specifically? The work. The work? Mm-hmm. The work. Okay. So what if... How many of y'all love school? Let's just put, let's start that. Let's start with there. Y'all love school. Okay, so let's say I hate school. I hate school. I don't want to be here. What would you tell me that can help me be successful, even though I hate it? Like, even though I hate it, like, there's, there's probably nothing you can do to make me like it. But how can you get me to a point where it's like, okay, you don't have to like it, but you got to get through it. What, what, what would it be? What would y'all say? Honestly, I would say, like, keep your goal. Like, I don't know how to put this. Have way. a goal. Yeah, have a goal, and, like, when you have a goal, you will try to work to get or achieve that goal, whatever, yep. how you want to put it. So, like, I started off in the eighth grade good, I think. Yeah, I came here in seventh grade. I was bad, but I was good in eighth grade as far as grades. Right. And um, so I knew I was, no, not eighth grade. We're talking about ninth grade. Just coming in as a freshman. Okay, so, yeah, ninth grade. So ninth grade was uh, – good for me I had good grades and then yeah 10th grade back good to bad mm-hmm. so I would say stay like committed and consistent with like good grades because if you mess up you're gonna be playing catch-up and like right now I'm not gonna say I'm playing catch-up but I'm like um not where I want to be okay so yeah just stay like consistent with the grades because it's gonna matter all right so with that I got a question do you have to be smart to do good at school? No. no. So what? It, so if you're not, so for me, like I used to think, and this is before like I got a little older and understood it, right? Like y'all all said no. I would have said yes because I thought that you literally had to be smart to do good. That's why I thought. I didn't know that like you can work yourself into a good position, right? So if you don't have to be smart, what is it? It's like how much work you put in, how much effort. Yeah, it's like literally you gotta like pay attention. Because like pay you attention. said, you wasn't even all that smart. Right. So if you don't went through college and all that, 
I mean, you must put in a lot of effort if you're not that smart. I'm sure it's hard. Yeah, so I failed, I failed in, well, I got expelled in middle school. I went to alternative school. Um, I almost got expelled out of Arlington. I just I changed it around maybe like my end of my sophomore year, sophomore going into junior year. Um, I went to college and failed. I went back to college and failed. <laughs> I failed like for three years in college until I realized like, hey, it's about effort. I used to think that it was just like smarts. You just either got it or you don't, right? But in life, especially you can probably attest to this because you would play sports, right? A lot of times you may not be the most talented, but you can be the hardest worker and on the team, right? And still like a Dennis Rodman. He wasn't better than Jordan. But he was a starter, just like Jordan. Why? Because he stayed in his lane. He did what he could do, right? And he was the best at what he could do. So I had to learn that. That's one thing that I had to learn. Um, anybody else, what would you tell a freshman coming in? Somebody coming in. What's a mistake that you made that you would help them get around? Don't smile. You said don't smile. <laughs> what you got? You got something? Give me something. What would you tell your little brother if he was coming in? Stay out the way. There you go. All right, what you mean by that? Like, don't worry about all the little females and all the little uh, people that be horsing around and stuff. Just stay focused. Yeah. Okay, what about you? I'm honestly stay focused, too. Stay focused? So everybody will say, stay. how do you stay focused then? Like, what? Because what if, like, all type, like you said, light, it's, for if you're a female, you might... Hey, there's men, young men around. It's ladies around. Like, how do you stay focused? Like, I ain't never, like, when you go to high school, it's a whole different dynamic, right? You got way more people in the school. It's stuff going on. How do you stay focused? I wasn't talking. Me, I think it's the people I hang around. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, uh, like, like, class like this, ain't nobody I hang around outside of school, so I know I can stay focused in here. So you kind of got to separate yourself a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you got to separate the two. So when you hear, you hear for business, right? And the reason why I'm saying this, the reason why I'm asking you this question, because you may think that this is only applies to high school, right? But this actually applies to life. Like what we're talking about right now applies to life. When he says stay focused, there's a lot of people my age who are not focused. You know what I mean? Who don't know to separate themselves. And that's why I said we can learn from y'all, right? And that's why I'm asking you a question that's where you are, but it's translate, it, you can translate into anything, right? I can translate staying focused to anything. In this, I stay focused. In entrepreneurship, stay focused. You know, everything that y'all saying is applicable to other areas in life. And I want y'all to realize that, right? I want y'all to realize your own brilliance in this stuff. Like, seriously, what you know now is only different levels to what you know, right? There's different levels to it. But what you know now is still applicable when you're 27, 30, whatever age that you're going to, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to switch a little bit. My friend actually told me to ask you this question. He said, how much do you think about your future? How much do y'all think about your future? A lot. All right, what's a lot? Like how many, if you had to count, if you had to count the times you think about your future a day, how, like what, just put a crazy a number on it, just an estimate. I, I can't Seven. really say. Seven times a day? 20. When, when, did, when is that first thought? When I wake up, because as soon as I wake up, I got a big vision board, like, mm. right there. So it's like, boom, what is that? You know, when you, you wake, wake up, up and you, you look at, Yeah. And, like, when I'm in the shower and I'm listening to my good old music in the morning, I always think about it because mm. the music's positive, so it gives you, like, a positive mindset or whatever. Positive perspective. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So when you think about your future, right, is it something that excites you or is it something that scares you? It scares me and it's it's excites me. It scares me. It scares Why? Because I'm 18 now. 
So it's oh, you about different. to be you about to be on your own, basically. Yeah. All right. Um. So you said just turning eighteen. Anybody like? Is it is it more exciting or is it more like dang? I don't know what what's gonna come of this. To be real, my future it drives me. That's what that's what makes me get up every day. Mm-hmm. It drives you. And this is crazy that this is crazy that he just said this because I'm writing this like in my book right now. Like when you don't have a hope factor, that that that's like the worst thing that can happen to anybody. When you don't have hope, that's like the worst thing in the world. Like when you're living in whatever your environment is and you don't have a hope for your future. That's why I'm asking you this question because I really wasn't thinking about I w- I knew what I like I knew that I didn't want to be poor. You know what I'm saying? That's but that's all I knew. I didn't really think about how I wanted my life to end up. Like what does that look like? What does not being poor mean? You know what I'm saying? I didn't know um finance. I didn't know none of that stuff. Only thing I knew was I didn't want to live in poverty no more. You know what I'm saying? That's all I knew. So when I'm asking you how often do you think about your future, the second part to that is how often do you think about the steps? I think about it a lot because I want to start a business, but I want to be a social worker. You can do both. But the thing is, you know, when you start a business, you got to have, like, the foundation. You got to, it's got to, like, I don't know where to start, so I'll be going on Google and it never helps me. Mm. So what do you want to do business-wise? Like, that's the thing. I don't know. I just know I want a business. Okay. Like, I thought I wanted it based off social work, but no, I don't no more. You know, things right. change yeah. over time. And it keeps changing. Like, it's changed, like, ten times. It's going to change a thousand last times. Last month. It is. It's going to keep changing. Yeah. It's, it's going to change as you grow. Yeah. Right? As you grow, it's going to change. So, you may not want to know what you want to do in business, but just keep that in mind. Maybe you start an LLC just with your name. Like, seriously, everybody needs an LLC with their name. Period. I just had this conversation yesterday. If... At your age, and the people that are younger, I say this all the time, if you don't own something, you are going to be screwed, period. You got to own something. If you, I don't care if it's real estate. I don't care what it is. I'm not saying that you have to physically work in a business. I'm not saying, like, work your own business. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you have to make your money work for you. So if you got, I, t- I told my son this, he's five years old. I will give him money f- for, like, working, right? I'll say, this is your first employee. When you have a, do- how many of y'all know that? Your money is supposed to work for you. How many of y'all know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know money was a tool. I was just a consumer. All I would do is go buy stuff, and it never comes back. That never comes back. So what I'm teaching my son is, hey, I just gave you $2. Go make that $2 work for you. Make it 5 Let's Let's take that 5 Let's make it 10 Let's take that 10 Let's make it 20 Right? Your money is supposed to work for you. So back to what you were saying about business, right? I would just start by, what's your name? I would just start an LLC with your name on, and you will figure it out. What do you? Who do you like to help? What what um what problem can you solve? That's where you start at, and really you will grow into it, right? As long as you keep your mind open to, hey, I want to get this degree, I want to work in this field, but I also want to own something, right? It'll open up to you. I never thought I just me and my wife just started a reselling business. I never thought I would be doing reselling. Y'all know what reselling is? Does it got something to do with some houses or anything? No, well, you can resell houses, right? But we started on the lowest thing. So what I do is I'll go to Goodwill, right? And I'll buy, perfect example, I bought this uh, DVD VCR combo, right, for $9. $9. I flipped it for $155. Whoa. Also, like, thrifted reselling. Okay. That's the lowest level of entrepreneurship. Any of y'all can do that right now. You can get, if you're 18, you can have an uh, eBay account, you can have a PayPal account, you can go to Goodwill, and you can flip stuff. I do that all day long, all day. Like, I, right soon I leave here, I'm going to Goodwill. I'm going to find some shoes for $4 a piece, and I'm going to flip them for 20 25 I might find five. That's $100. You know what I'm saying? That's the lowest level, but I'm making my money work for me. 
right? So if you want, you got to own something and you got to make your money work for you. So whatever you work, get on your job, right? Starting now, put $20 to the side and make that $20 work for you. I walked in, I walked in Goodwill with $10 and make $155. Where else can you do that at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to make your money work for you. So back to the question, steps. How often do you think about the steps? The steps to get to it, to what you want. And if you don't think about the steps, I want to challenge you to think about steps because we didn't think about the steps. I didn't know how much, what it was going to take, honestly, to get to where I wanted to go to. And I went through so much just to get to this point. And if I would have thought about the steps, I would have been able to forecast. The main thing I want y'all to think about is the stuff that could go wrong. Because we never think about that. We only think about the good part. I want you to think about the stuff that could go wrong. Right. And I'm not telling you to be morbid and think like, oh, man, all this stuff can go wrong. Right. I just want you to consider it and have the steps in mind. So if this goes wrong, say you don't get into that college you want to get into. What's the next thing? Say, say if you get to that college and you don't do as well and you get kicked. What's the next thing? What are you going to do? What's the backup plan? And I don't mean backup in this create a different dream. I mean, backup as in what do you what can you bounce back with? Right. That's very important. So, y'all say y'all think about it every single day when you first wake up, right? To the time you go to sleep, right? Or when? When does it cut off? Never. It never cuts off. It's always. It's constant. So, steps. We got to think about the steps. All right? Y'all got that? Mm -hmm. Y'all good? All right. You got to think about the steps. So, I want to I uh, switch a little bit. What's most important to y'all in life right now? Right where you are. Like, what if you don't have this in your life, your life is just incomplete? I say, my God. Phone, my phone. Your phone? <laughs> okay. That's for a lot of people. If you don't got that phone, you might not know how to function. What else? I say, God. God. I like that. Anybody else? My family. Your family. Everybody last class said family. Everybody last class said family. I understood that. You say you don't? I say, I do. I get that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, family. Anybody else? What drives you, Corey? What, what drives you? <laughs> Same thing. Family. family. Thinking about family. your family. What drives you? Family. Family? Yeah. Now, what do, you, what do you mean by... When you say family, are you talking about someone specific or just... I'm talking about in general. In general. Yeah. Okay, so why, why? Why is that? Why, what do you want to do for your family? Let me put it like that. Like, what's something that you... If you don't do it... Because what I realized is if I don't become successful, no. it's not going to happen. For my family. It's just not. Right? It's just not going to happen. So, it's, and it really stops with me because I don't have any siblings that are, like, older than me. You know what I'm saying? So, it really kind of stops with me. Like, my mom is not about to go start some new business now. You know, she's in her 50s, late 50s now. You know what I'm saying? So, if I don't do it, my mom got to work till the day she dies. Right? So, when you say family, there's a reason for that. So, what would you say, what would you say that reason would be? So she ain't got to work no more. Yeah. Now, that's deep. Now, my problem was that I would say, like, my mom's, you know, because I don't really, I don't have nobody else. That, I don't have anybody else. Like, my, grand, my grandfather died when I was 10. My grandmother was never really in my life, and my dad wasn't there. You know what I mean? So all I had was my mom my two sisters. That's it. You know, and I would say that, but my actions didn't really correlate with that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I got expelled... That was the worst thing I could have did for my mom because now my mom got to stop work to come home. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when I was going to Arlington, I was acting the fool. You're getting kicked out, doing all this different stuff. Like I, I could say 
that, hey, I'm trying to be successful for my mom, but at the same time, my actions didn't back that up. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that our motivating factors are actually ahead of us all the time. Y'all know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. When I say it's ahead of us at all times, meaning that when you hit a moment in your life where it's like it sucks or it's boring, you know, school can be boring, right? You got to always think, okay, I'm doing this for moms. It's not about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for my family. It's not about me. If, my, if I don't become successful, my family don't become It's not about me, right? And once you can do that, then everything else kind of, you know, it doesn't, school is like, okay, I got, I'm getting through this for that person. It's easier. You know what I'm saying? Um, anybody else on that? Like, what's most important? Go ahead. But you still got to do stuff for yourself, though. Like, you can't completely be like, oh, this is just for my family. Because mm-hmm. if you do that, you're going to get stressed out on you're right. You were absolutely right. That's a hard burden. And I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah, you're going to realize that people don't do that same thing for you. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to realize is, too, that you can't help them until you help yourself. Mm-hmm. And I used to, like, I used to drain myself, like, mentally. I'd be in depression because I'll go back home. I, I moved away when I was 18, right? So I was living in a whole different area. I didn't live on post no more. But I would go back home, and I'd be like, dang, they still living like this. And I'm living better, but they still living like this. But I couldn't help them until I got my life together. I just can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't help my mom financially if I don't got money. You know what I'm saying? I can't move them if I don't get myself together. So what you're saying is very important. You can't just all be about that, but it could be your motivating factor. It can drive you. Uh, anybody else? Can you have, like, two? Yeah. You can have I me. Mean, yeah. Really? So I chose my little cousins mm-hmm. because, like, um, you know how we grew up? We didn't really, like have people sit down and talk to us about how to be successful and all that. Like, mm-hmm. I just started getting that from, like, my dad. He, I don't know where he wanted to be, like, a motivational speaker to me. And then I get in jazz. I got in jazz. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I started hearing a lot about success and all that. So what uh, I, I want to do what I'm doing, but I also want my little cousins to be able to look up at me. And then when they get my age, they're not just sitting around. I'm not saying I'm sitting around, but I want them to do more than what I'm doing. Even if I didn't get to do it, I want to be able to tell them about it so they can be better than me. What she just said is, is real important. And this is something that pisses me off, to be honest. I cannot stand that, and I'm not the only one that comes here, right? But I cannot stand that other people my age don't come here and don't talk, don't talk to y'all about stuff. Like that, that really bugs me because it's like if you abandon a generation, they're going to do whatever. Like, people will say, oh, they, they do this, they do that, do that. Ain't nobody teaching them nothing. Like, who, who's literally staying, who's here? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's doing programs? It's not too many. It's so many, so many people that came from where we come from who not coming back at all to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may not, I didn't have a father figure growing up. I didn't even have a role model to look at and say, this is who I want to become. I had to look at on TV. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a mentor. Wasn't nobody coming back and saying, hey, Destry, you better get your stuff together or you're going to end up living. You know what I'm saying? So Nobody came back, and that bothers me. That's why I was like, okay, I can go speak and do all this motivational stuff, but I need to have a program. You know what I'm saying? Because that bothers me. That, that really pisses me off that a lot of people don't come back. They don't come back to their neighborhoods. They ain't coming back to talk to the young dudes. They ain't coming back to talk to the young ladies. They ain't doing it. So if you don't got those factors, those support groups, those resources, it's very hard to navigate without that. Now you got YouTube now, you got social media, but just imagine coming up without that stuff. Cause really Twitter didn't really start, Twitter, all that stuff didn't really start popping until 2010 when I was graduating co- or high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It made me sound old now, but that, like it really wasn't a thing like that. And then Twitter, all these apps was just for iPhones. So if you didn't have an iPhone, you wasn't on the apps. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't get the information. 
and that really that, that that hindered me. I could have went through a lot of different stuff. Thank God that I got around it, but I don't I, I don't think it's to stop there. And that's what I want to edge all y'all to do, especially through Jag. When y'all go, come back and even if you learn one thing, come back and teach it. Just one thing, right? Whenever wherever you go, if you learn one thing, just come back and give it to somebody. Because if you don't pass it along, it dies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now the young dude that you could have reached, now he's gonna go to jail because he's gonna rob somebody. You know, because he didn't get that information. You see what I'm saying? And that's a responsibility that I really take, like, seriously. I don't play with that. And anybody we want to bring in here, I don't – I've talked to Ms. Wardell about doing, like, internship, all these different stuff. But at the end of the day, people will say, yeah, I will do it, and then they don't show up. And that's why we ain't even done it yet. <laughs> you know, there's so many different things that I want to do. And they're like, yeah, I'll do it, and then they don't show up. And that really bothers me. So what you just said was very important. Anybody else, most important thing to you in life right now? All right, let me sw- let's let's switch this out. What makes you the happiest? Success. Right now. Success. Being successful. So accomplishing things makes you happy. Anybody else? What happens if you don't accomplish something? Keep trying till I do. I love it. So you so your mood isn't dictated whether you win, but you just happy when you do win. Right? Okay, I like that. Anybody else? Money. Money? Yep. I like that. That's important. What he just said is very important. And what I hate is, when I was coming up, it was almost like taboo to say you wanted to be rich. I don't know why. It's that poverty mindset. Like, I would say, yo, I want to be rich. They'd be like, hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about you just try to get to where you can sustain? I'm like, no, I want to be wealthy. Because if I'm wealthy, guess what? I can build a school. If I'm wealthy, I can, yo, I can give you an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? If I'm wealthy, he may want to start that tattoo shop. I can give him, hey, okay, you want to, I'm going to invest in that. If I'm not wealthy, I can't do nothing. So what he just said is very important. You, can't, you can make change without money, but you can make a whole lot more change with it. Right? And that's my, that's my, that's my main goal. So he's, what he said, money. Anybody else? What makes you happy? And it's hard to be happy without that money, too. I'm going to be honest with you. Huh? I said singing. 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 Okay. What about you? Making smart investments. Making smart investments. He just said investments. Look, what do you mean by that? So, like, say I... Um I either want to buy a laptop or mm-hmm. I want to buy an iPhone. It'd be smarter to buy the laptop than the iPhone because mm. you can make more connections on the laptop than you can an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all get that? What he just said? Yeah. Making smart investments. That, that, that requires thinking. A lot of, like, I'm beyond, I, I can't remember who told me this. It was a coach. He said, the person who thinks twice is a genius in this generation. And that was, like, crazy to me. He told me that when I was a kid. He said, if you just think twice, like think of it once and then think again, think it through again. Like he just said, making a smart event, that requires you to think. So he's looking at weighing his options, a laptop, a phone, which one gives me the best ability to do what I want to do. It's very important. Anybody else, what makes you the happiest? Achieving goals and God. You said that, achieving goals. You said every day you set a goal. Mm-hmm. That's very important. You always need to have a goal, some, some type of mission that drives you every single day. Right, and when you wake up in the morning, you set a goal that gives you something to chase after. Uh, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch subjects again, real quick. Cause how much time we got? We got a little bit of time. Um, what's a healthy relationship to y'all? And and when we talk about relationships, we don't necessarily mean friendship. just. Friendship. Yeah, it could be friendship. It could be work. It could be what's a healthy relationship? Good communication skills, I say. Good communication skills. Mutual benefits. Mutual benefits. I like that. Somebody said this last class, like, 
who was it that said like they didn't want who you was in Ali. Life? He said like oh he doesn't want anybody who subtracts from his life. Yeah. He okay. only wants people who are mutually like I'm adding to you, you're adding to me. Right? I like that. Got some? Come on, man. You got some? They said this. What's a healthy relationship to you? They already said it. All right, what's a healthy relationship to you? Like, at what point would you be like, okay, I got to get out of this relationship because it's not healthy? Whether it be family, friends, whatever. The moment that person starts, you know, subtracting from your life. Mm. When you cost me my peace. Ooh, I like that. So, can that be family? Yes, yeah. definitely. That's the hardest. You said, say, say it. Probably like I don't think I've ever said this before to y'all, but I had to separate from my family. And I'm even more now, I have to do it because they, you have to separate yourself from people who don't speak the same language as you. Right? So my man Corey wants to be an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur right? If I don't speak entrepreneur, it's going to be very hard for us to connect. So like most of my family, extended family, whatever, they don't speak that talk. Only thing they want to know is what job do you have? And, and how, like, are you going to do this for 20 years, 30 years? If, if, you, don't, if you say, I want to be an entrepreneur, they can't comprehend that. How are you going to feed your family? I'm going to make money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to do I'm going to do They just can't understand it. So I have to stop having those conversations with them. And that's kind of what he said. Like, when, it, when you're not adding. So I had to separate in the sense that I just won't even talk about that stuff to them. You, some people don't deserve to hear about your dream. I'm going to be real with you. Some people don't deserve it. Some people might say, bro, how you going to do tattoos, man? Like, how, how you going to do that? You ain't got no money right now. You, how you going to start it off? And Corey may not know. He may not know how he going to do it, but that's discouraging. That just subtracted from him. It didn't add nothing to him. He did, it, it, I, didn't, I didn't say, hey, Corey, this is how you can start. Or, hey, Corey, I can give you 20. That's one other thing that pisses me off. If you start a business right now, and a first thing that comes out of your family's mouth, friend's mouth, or whatever, how you going to do it versus, hey, here's $10 or here's $20, let me support you. That's the thing that pisses me. Like, why do people don't do that? Like, that's one thing I want to create. Like, when somebody starts a business, if Corey starts a business, I should not say, oh, good job. I pray for you, bro. I should be like, yo, I may not need a tattoo, but let me post your, let me support you in some kind of way. Right? So, so, so saying what, what, what healthy relationship? I say loyalty. Loyalty. Someone what would you loyalty? say? Oh, say You'll say loyalty. So what's loyalty? Because loyalty can have faults, right? So what's loyalty? Like, what, at what point is loyalty needs to be, okay, reevaluated? When that thing has both effects. If it's bad or good, loyalty stays. I like it. I like what he said. Anybody else? At what point? Basically, like, what you was just saying. Like, if he started a tattoo thing and instead mm-hmm. of me, I feel like that's not loyal. Right. And you just basically, because when you say how... You gonna do that? You basically telling me in your head you think she can't really do that, but I'm gonna ask how she gonna do it. And I will put this out there: a lot of times when people ask you that, they're speaking their fears. And I had to realize this because it used to make me so angry when I used to say, "Yo, I'm starting a business," or I say, "Hey, I'm doing this youth development program." And instead of them saying, "Yo, that's that's commendable," how can I be a part? They be like, "How are you gonna feed your family speaking to you?" And I'm just like, "Bro, it's not even a, like this is a service. I'm not necessarily thinking about the. Ca- I, I'm going to make money." I'm not worried about that. But why can't y'all just support what I'm doing and, like, give me that push? Like, they're being negative towards you. But really what it is is that's their fear. And I had to realize that. They wouldn't be able to do it. 
You see what I'm saying? So, like, when people, when I told people I was getting out the military, if y'all can't tell, I got out. You know what I'm saying? I got the beard game going on now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> when I was getting out, they was like, how are you going to support, like, your active duty? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, for the last four or five years, I've been feeding my family. Act, every single day, I've been in uniform. Like, when I leave here, I used to go to a random bathroom up, up the street, change in the bathroom, shave, and then go to work. You see what I'm saying? But now I don't have to do that anymore. And people was like, well, how are you going to feed your family? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And I'm like, listen, those are your fears. You're telling me what you would do, but you're not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's cool. I consider that. I listen to that. But at the same time, I can't make my decision based off of your fear. And a lot of times, man, when people telling you that stuff, it's not to hurt you. But oftentimes it comes from your family. It's not to hurt, but it's just their fears. They can't see themselves doing it. They might have tried it, and it didn't work for them. So now they're trying to tell you not to do it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And maybe they're, in a sense, they're right. Because what I'm doing on paper looks incredibly stupid. You, I'm leaving benefits. I'm leaving <coughs> money. I'm leaving all these different things for something that I haven't necessarily established yet. Even though I've been doing it for four years, entrepreneurship, I've been doing it for four years. It's not set to the point where it makes more than what I make at my job. So people may look at me stupid, but at the same time, I got to bet on me. And at some point in your life, you're going to have to bet on yourself, regardless of everything anybody says. People might say, oh, man, it's stupid. You ain't, come on now. You're going to have a tattoo shop, bro. Like, <laughs> you can't even draw. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But you got to bet on yourself. You have to bet on yourself. Um, so with that same question, right, when we said, what's a healthy relationship, having the right people around you, all y'all said what I thought you would say, right? How do you define love? And what's love? Mm. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a trick one. Because, mm. so and when I say love, I don't mean necessarily the opposite sex or the whatever. I don't mean that, right? What I mean is, how do you define love as far as even in friendship? I feel like it's all about, like, support. Like, you, to say, like, you said support? Yeah. Okay, support. I, I would say, like, um, it's hard. I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Okay, um, basically, I would say, for me, oh, man, um, take your time. I'm going to take my time past it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, um, being able to, like, humility, that's the word. Mm. So, like, being able to, to like, humble yourself. Yeah, be humble to people like I love everybody mm-hmm. because I have to love everybody mm-hmm. so yeah I'm gonna treat everybody the same right so yeah I, I I feel like love is when you you're able to put yourself on the back to help somebody else mm, I like that and not want anything in return I like that and there's no wrong answers right because love is not something you mean you can look it up in a dictionary but love is something that you internalize yourself right so my guys because I know we're gonna be silent on this one what's love care the right amount of care. If you care about someone too much, you become overprotective. Mm. If you care about them like a little bit, you don't care enough, but you still love them. What do you? That hey, I that like was that. Beautiful. Yeah, that was that was poetic. We can we need to. You know what I'm saying? Get the snaps on. All right, what's love? What's love? New. I'm talking to you. <laughs> what's love? Uh, I don't say support. Support. Yeah. Supporting someone. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, in what ways? Like how you saying about him and like the tattoo thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so real quick, 
I'm, I want to I I bounce back on that real quick. If, let's say, you graduate this year or next year? This year. This year? Let's say we all know that he wants to start this business, right? Mm-hmm. What if everybody, not, not even just, let's start in Jack. What if everybody started a pot and gave him $5 to start this business? He'll probably have enough to buy something, like equipment, maybe first month's rent or something, right? That's that support he's talking about. That's that love that you show. But we don't even think about that in our community. Like in certain communities, like the Jewish community, if you want to start a business, they already got 50000 right there. Like I'm being real. I'm being real. Look, up, look it up. That's why they're one of the wealthiest uh, communities of all time. When you need a car, boom, it's right there. That is so true. You need money? Are you starting a business? You're going to college? Here's the fund. Don't even take out no loans. You see what I'm saying? That's how they do that. But in our community, we've been at each other for so long. We don't support each other. So when Corey said, I want to start a business, like, all right, bro, salute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need no tax, but hey, salute. I won't even post it on my page. I won't even hand a flyer out. I won't even get a dollar towards the cause. Right? So that's support. I like that. I like that. I think it's kind of already been said. I don't know. All right. I'm just asking. Like, what would you say? Love. Say it again? Uh, no, I just, I can't. Okay, uh, speak up a little bit. What's your mic? Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay, so. I like that. Okay, let's go back to support. Go ahead. Okay, so like if you got a new business, mm-hmm. your friends and family, they're going to need something like a discount instead of helping you. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to pay the full price, which is kind of bad. So. Right. You think they should get a discount? No. They no. Be more in supporting. <laughs> That's you. real. Because your family going to be the first one to say, hey, right. bruh. What she just said kind of goes back to what I said about when he said money, right? The reason, another reason why I want to have money or be wealth, very wealthy is because I believe that everybody, when they turn 18, the very first thing you should have is an LLC. What is that? I'm trying to get one right that, now, but I don't know how to do it. It's a li- limited liability corporation. So you got to be, don't you got to be 18? The very first thing everybody should have at 18 is an LLC, period. I, I believe that. If you don't got an LLC by the time you turn 18, I mean, I'm not saying like, like, you, like you yourself, but I'm saying like your parents or whoever, they should have at least $150 because that's all it costs, like $175 to get an LLC, to register an LLC. They should have that money right then and there for you. Or the community should have that money right there, right then and there for you. Because if that's the case, then you won't see all these abandoned buildings. Or you should do it. Or you, like you guys can start working at, as early as 14. But the, I don't think they even know. Like she said, you didn't even know what an LLC was. You see, I don't even think that, that, that that's something that's introduced until you get into a program like JAG or whatever. Right? Is that the bell? No. Oh. But, um, so we got off on a tangent on there. But what, what, everybody already went on the love situation. So, switching 
dynamics again. Yeah, everybody saw that um, about Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so Nipsey, I love Nipsey because I've been paying attention to Nipsey since 2013, right? And I really, his, I loved his music. Don't get me wrong, his music, I loved it. I loved his business mind more. He's the very first person I've ever seen go outside of music, become successful in business, then come back into music and become successful in music. And take over the music business. I wish I, I wish I could go through the whole thing. We only got that much time. But this man like did a lot for his community, right? Millions of dollars generated in his community. I wanted to show you the documentary. It had way too much cussing in it. I don't think I could play it in the school. But if you can look it up, it's on it's on World Star, it's on YouTube, it's called Crenshaw. Look it up. This man had the very first smart store in the world. Period. Right? And he comes from Slauson, right? And that's not supposed to happen necessarily, right? But he was a mission-focused person, a very intentional person. If you can Google him, anything, just look, at, just look it up. Just look, at, just look up his success principles. But what stood out to me about Nipsey was that he had one word that he defined himself as and that everybody started to recognize him as. And if y'all seen the picture, have you, did y'all see like, any of the pictures of him circulating through social media? Did y'all see the one picture on, this, on the side where it's, and it's like a blue-black background? And it says prolific on the, on the side of his face. Anybody see that? Okay, that was his one word. On the very first song of his Victory Lap album, the very first line that he said was, I'm prolific, so gifted. Right? That was the very first line. So my question to you is, if you could only define yourself with one word, one positive word, one word that the world will recognize you by when you live and when you die, what would that word be? His word was prolific. What would your word be? And it's okay to think about it. Every time I ask a hard question, he starts smiling. <laughs> I love it. My word, my word ain't a, uh, it's like a. Or a phrase. By any means. By, ooh, okay, Malcolm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By any means. I like that. I like that. By any means, you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. Mind something illegal. Right? <laughs> All right? Yeah. All right. What, anybody, go ahead. One word. One word. And you can say it if you want. It, 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 if it, you can say it in Spanish if you want. A word that would define you. And teach us the word, too, because I want to learn Spanish. I'm serious. No, I'm saying, if you, I'm, I'm saying, what would the word be in English and? My in Spanish is mente. Okay. Mental. I get it. I like that. I like that. So that would be your word. I like that. I like that. Say it again. I want to hear it. Mente. I like that. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I want to learn it. So that's why I was asking. Go ahead. You next in line. One word. Think about it. How, okay, this is how I did it last time. How many, Corey, how many y'all know him in some kind of way? Just from class or whatever. What would y'all describe? One word. One positive word. Positive? Yep. Yeah, oh. only pop. We only doing positive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We only doing positive. Um, I would say he is a hard worker as far as, like, basketball. Mm-hmm. Because, like, over summer break, a lot of people just be sitting at home. He always at the gym. He I'm always. Talking about I'm talking about Tay John. He's always at the gym, like, hooping, you know. So, yeah, you can tell he's a hard worker. He's trying to get somewhere. So, relentless could be yeah. one. Um, what, what's, could, practitioner, could that be one? Mm. Is that something? I wouldn't put him in What would you say, Miss Wardell? Okay, about Tejan and Nichols? Yep, positive. Yes, yes, I have tons of positive stuff to say about Tejan. I think that 
think Ta- I think Tejon is very. I, I I think he's jovial and happy. Mm. Like you don't get down around Tejon. Ain't ain't no way. Even when I can he see that. shuts me out and he gets he gets his little silent thing where he don't want to talk. He'll say, Tejon, how your day? He'll be he'll be mad. He won't <laughs> say anything. He won't respond. But then ten minutes later, it'll be like some joke or jab, and it just lightens the whole mood. So yeah. it'll take something that was really kind of stuffy. And then 10 minutes later, it'd be like, oh, here go Tejan being sarcastic in a good way yep. or, or funny in a good way because he has that naturally. It just radiates him. So he's really good at, like, steering people into positive positions. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, it is. So that's almost, that's almost shepherding. Yeah, he's, he's like a shepherd. So he's he, like he, a he, shepherd. He, he definitely guides people. He's definitely a leader. Like, people follow him. Um, I don't think he under- realizes no, I, I'm glad you just said that. I'm glad you said that. The reason I'm saying this is because a lot of everybody's gift has some type of gift. But often when you're the gifted person, you can't see your gift because it's coming from you. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes you need that other person to say, hey, you're a shepherd. You know, you understand how deep Jesus was a shepherd. That's all he did. Shepherd people. You see what I'm saying? Any leaders. Not every, some people can lead and some people can shepherd. It's two different things. Another person who um, has very quiet strength. When I when I first got in here, I didn't he didn't start speaking until like I mean I didn't hear him really speaking until everybody asked about him. You asked about him one day he wasn't yeah. here. Everybody asked about him. And you know when he's not here. Thank you. Whenever he, every time I say, Oh, Desmond's in your class, like I'm like, Oh, how would you know? Like yep. you know his schedule. He has this quiet strength that I don't even know where it comes from. Yep. So right now what we're doing is showing you the mirror. Because you might not realize that about you. I wish somebody would have told me what my gift was when I was young. I would have been doing this the whole time. Me too. Then you don't I would have been doing this. All that stuff. So what so what would your what would your one word be? Just cause we don't got that much time. What's, what would your word be? Mm. Or help him out. I you am, haven't been here that long, have you? No. My word would be I am a god, but I died. But you died? Mm-hmm. That is when I die. So you dead now? Are you saying like when you die? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, got it, okay. Got it, got it. What do you say? Say it again. I am a god, but I died. You are a god, but you died. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got one for him. He's very nice. He's he's a, he's very nice and smart. Yep. Yeah. And what he said, everything that he was saying today, really radiated too. So I don't. He might have that gift of, of words. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna have to be in here a little longer. We got the rest of the semester, but yeah. this is the first time I've met you. Corey, and everything Corey, that you said. That comes to mind with Corey is Corey is extremely mature. Like almost doesn't fit where he is now. The fact that he said entrepreneurship the first time I met him, yeah. I could tell that. What would you say? We're gonna go around. I'm gonna have Miss Wardell okay. do it. Go her and then go around. We only got okay. one minute. Janaya, Janaya's like that. So I can see Janaya having a lot of kids. She's very like. Oh no, I don't want no kids. No, that's, that's how you live. Usually the nurturers don't want no kids. And it may not you may not have and your I, own I was kids. The same way. Right. So so you're very nurturing. She don't want to be around kids. <laughs> <laughs> you're very resilient. I can even, I can tell you something, I can tell you you mad, you like you right, Miss Wardell. And you this you, like you you always like 
you're very soothing, you calm down the situation, you put out the fires, you don't want no, like you want everything to be peaceful and kind of serene. That's why she was good at that spoon, because she was just like... She was fucking stupid. Like, you know, it was just kind of... <laughs> oh, no, I mean... That was his half. Tayana. Um, reminds me of a... She has a very mature, childlike disposition. She has such a positive, great, happy outlook on, outlook on life. You don't... You're Even when Tayana is down, she's not down. Like, she may laugh and smile. I'm like, Tayana, what's going on? Uh-huh. I'm sick. I got, I got three staples in my forehead, and I got a she got shot, ran over. Everything is always possible. The glass is always half full. Now, Naya, Naya shocks me because Naya is not what I thought she was. Naya's a savage, right? So when I say savage, hard worker, going to get it at all costs. You know, so she executes. Right, Corey. Corey's a by any means person. Naya's definitely a by any means person. And, and she, she's so smart, she's so driven, and she's just such a good human being. So I would say she, I, a positive set, Savage. So Don't skip me. <laughs> Don't skip me, Miss Wardell. We are, we are, she already had, she, I, I need this You was on the last podcast. You're not in my class. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, like, everything that she's saying, she gets to spend more time with y'all, right? I haven't seen y'all in a month, mm-hmm. right? And then I think you were more, you were more new, I think, when... I first started coming or something. I don't know if he, was he. I don't think he was in the program the whole. Yeah, so, so I didn't get to meet y'all as much, but everything she said about y'all, I can see that. You know, it's like seriously, and that's if I don't give y'all nothing else, that's the one thing I want you to understand that your gift. At least start thinking about it, because like I said, I didn't know. So I was in my twenties that I had a gift. Okay, if you learn now, your possibilities are endless, man. I appreciate y'all. Miss Ward, I don't know about that.